For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming, Hurts sees it, gets rid of it, it's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today I have on Colleen Wolf. What's up? Hey, hey, how you doing? It's so great to see your smiling face. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Of course, of course. I'm a little jealous of your amazing green headphones that you have. <laughs> I just have these like very basic AirPods. So you might be uh, you might be convincing me to get a new pair of headphones. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty awesome. Um, but I just I just have a few questions for you today. Okay, um, I hope I have some answers for you. Okay. Um, so what do you think the Eagles have to adjust to win on Sunday? I think they have to adjust everything. Pretty much from top to bottom, uh, there needs to be changes all around. So, Gio, you've watched these games. You probably know better than I do, but... What's happening on offense? It's just not working. So we know all of those games that we've seen so far, they needed to run the ball and they weren't running the ball. And then Miles Sanders got hurt. So I think what the Eagles need to do is just come up with some more creativity for Jalen Hurts and the offense to attack these defenses. And especially this week when they're playing the Lions, who are 0-7, you would think that the Eagles passing offense would have some success against a Lions pass defense that has struggled a lot. But, Gio, it's not just on the offense for the Eagles. It's on the defense, too, right? You've seen it. Uh, They're just not in a good place right now. Derek Carr completed, like, 91% of his passes. You might as well call it 100. It's pretty close to that. And we've seen them just have so much trouble with dink and dunk offenses. And that's what the Lions do. That's what Jared Goff does. So they need to improve basically in every department. Yeah. Um, I think the defense is really missing BG. And uh, I don't know with our offense. We just need to start pounding the run game. I think we should have been a run first team to start with. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see why it took us this long to start running the ball. And then it seemed like when Miles Sanders got hurt, Sirianni just kind of went away from running the ball. This year, or this this coming up game, I think we need to start using Kenny Gainwell a lot more. Um, I love Kenny Gainwell. He yeah. is so awesome. He's so much fun. Did you know that he is Fletcher Cox's cousin? Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I know. So I've been like so excited watching him have success and he's really a great kid too. He's got an awesome personality. So I'm a huge fan. So let's go gain well. Yeah. We really need to run, uh, run the ball with him. Um, and 
hope that Miles Sanders has a speedy recovery. Yes, I 100% agree with you. And then also the Eagles linebackers, they, they've they been having a tough time as well. The running backs and opposing running backs and opposing tight ends have been really getting after them. So hopefully the Eagles can run the ball and then also the defense, especially those linebackers, can, can improve a little bit this week. Yeah. Um, so what is it like to do good morning football on the weekends? <laughs> it's uh, it's like drinking a pot of coffee 10 times over because that's usually what I have to do every Saturday. But it's so much fun, Gio, because the the cast on that show, we all really like each other and we all are a little bit like a family. And as you know, Mike Garofalo, I don't know if you do know this or not, but Mike Garofolo, he's also from Philadelphia. So I get to get my Philly on a little bit with him. And Michael Robinson, he has some family from Philly as well. So we've been we've been at it for a while now, having some fun. We really miss uh, being in studio together because the show is usually a lot more fun that way. But we get to talk about football for three hours every Saturday before the games. So it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to do that. That uh, Good morning. Football's always been one of my dreams and you guys seem like you're always having fun on there. We always have fun. You know, you're on the right track right now. Like you are, you're like one step away from it at this point. Thank you. Um, so what is it like to do NFL game day before the Thursday night games? Oh my gosh, Gio, it's so much fun. It's my favorite part about my job is going to the games. I get to see all these different cities. I get to hang out at the different stadiums. And that's really fun because I can compare the the whole experience, the game day experience to all of the other leagues or all the other teams across the league. So I get to meet all different fan bases and do it with such fun guys like Steve Smith Sr. and Michael Irvin and Joe Thomas. They're all so much fun to work with and such great guys. They're so smart. So I'm always learning things too. But it's especially sweet this year, just having been stuck in studio last year because of the pandemic and everything else. So being back on the road has been so much fun. And it's just always so much energy in the parking lots and in the stadium. And then we get to talk to the star of the game afterwards. So I love it. It's a blast. Yeah. Um, it seems like it would be a blast. And uh, <laughs> going back to uh, the stadium uh, part, I love going to different stadiums. I just went to Lucas Oil Stadium in oh. Indy. And it was really cool to see, to compare that to the link. Um, because it, the ceiling opens and the window opens and it was just really cool to see. Yeah. I, Lucas oil is always a fun place to be because the combine is there every year. So I get to usually talk to all of the prospects that are coming out and Lucas oil and Indianapolis in general is just a really cool little city. And there's all sorts of skyways that connect the stadium to the hotels and everything else. So it's easy to get around, but it is Lucas oil stadium is a lot different than the link. I personally love the link. That's, that's going to be one of my favorites, but also if you ever get a chance, you have to try and get out to Kansas city to see a game because Arrowhead 
is really, really fun. Also, Seattle. Those two, those two stadiums and cities are two of my faves. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to try to get out there because I have heard that Arrowhead Stadium is an amazing stadium. It's an experience and SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles just because it's brand new and very, very nice. Yeah. Um, so how, how do you remain an Eagles fan and report all around the league? I think my biggest problem is remaining an Eagles fan when they're not having success like now. So I definitely can compartmentalize being an Eagles fan and still reporting because I can talk about how the Cowboys are successful and it doesn't, as it would maybe some Eagles fans, it doesn't really affect me, but I'm from Philly. So it's never going to be not a part of me. It's not like I can just turn it on and off. So I think that it's just going to be part of who I am forever. And I'm sure you can, you can relate to that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know that you love Carson Wentz still. I know that you follow him as well. So does that, do you feel like there's a conflict of interest with you following the Colts and the Eagles? Because I don't see a problem with it at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. And um, I love football so much that it's really awesome to have two teams. Right? Yeah. Especially and have one in the NFC and one in the AFC. Yeah, exactly. So the, you got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I'm going to have to worry about rooting for one team is next year, I think. They play uh, Indy and Philly play. Oh, so. then that's – you're going to maybe have to do one of those yeah. jerseys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So um, do you have other friends around the league, and how do you balance it? Um, being an Eagles fan and being from Philly? Well, I have, I have quite a few friends from different cities around the country. So it actually, I think, helps me out because I get to talk to people who follow very, very closely different teams. So I get to have conversations with Jane Slater, who I work with, and she covers the Cowboys and Aditi Kinkabwala, who's always with the Steelers and the Browns and the Bengals and the uh, AFC North. And so it actually makes things a lot more interesting when you have different friends that follow different teams, because then you find out things that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's super cool to have other friends around the league because then you get to see how other teams are doing and see other people's perspectives on uh, on the other teams. Exactly. I'm sure I know that you have a ton of friends all over the place. And don't you feel like that helps you out too? Yeah, especially Chris Long. He's really yeah. helpful when it comes to that stuff. Um, so yeah, shout that's out a good to friend Chris. to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tomorrow is the Cardinals going against the Packers. Who do you think is going to win? Well, originally this was going to be a really difficult game to pick, but now because Devonte Adams, the Packers wide receiver, his status is up in the air because he's on the COVID list. So he still has a slim chance to play. He didn't travel with the team as of today when we're taping on Wednesday, but 
he could technically get a negative COVID test today and tomorrow and still maybe make the game. But I think it's highly unlikely. And that's on top of the fact that their wide receiver, Alan Lazard, also is on the COVID list. And he definitely won't be able to play in this one. So he'll def- he'll be unavailable. I still really believe in Aaron Rodgers. We've seen him before without his number one wide receivers. Um, but I think it's going to be a little bit tougher because Kyler Murray has played so well. And this Cardinals team has just been really, really in such a good rhythm. So at this point, I'm leaning towards the Cardinals, but I think that it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting game and it's going to be tough too for Aaron Rodgers If his pass protection doesn't hold up, we know that the Cardinals are getting back Chandler Jones and he's such a big part of their pass rush too. So if he doesn't have his wide receivers out there and working on the same page as him. And then he's getting a lot of pressure in his face and he's not able to get the ball out quick. That could be a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Right, what do you think? I think the Cardinals are going to win. Uh, Zach yeah, Ertz. Geo. All right, good. Zach Ertz, <laughs> I think, is going to score two touchdowns. Two? Um, yeah. Um, <gasps> seeing him I score his first touchdown as a Cardinal was amazing uh, mm-hmm. last week. Um, and I think that this team is, I will take, I think this team's going to the Super Bowl. Whoa, they're going all the way. They're going to be playing yeah. at SoFi Stadium in February. Yeah. Whoa. How about them being able to win without Cliff Kingsbury a couple weeks ago? What was that against the Browns? So I think that everything that's been thrown their way, they've just been able to overcome it. And remember last year how good they were before Kyler Murray hurt his shoulder? Yeah. This just seems like a carryover. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think Kyler Murray might be the MVP this year. He's looking really good. He's been able to do it all. And you could see just his completion percentage is out of control, his passer rating. He's been able to get touchdowns through the air on the ground and just lead this team. Also something to watch, both defenses are a little soft against the run. So I think both teams have a shot at getting some some good yardage on the ground too. Yeah. Um, So next week, I think the Colts play on Thursday night. Now, to win over the Colts fandom, you have to get pied in the face by Blue. I did it. Now I think it's your turn. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, we will be in Indianapolis, so that is something to look forward to. So we'll see. Um, But I think, too, I'm just I'm very excited to see Carson Wentz. I'm excited to meet Blue as well. So, uh, and I'm excited to see Jonathan Taylor in person because he's been so much fun to watch, right? Yeah, that that one screen pass a few weeks ago, it was amazing. It was awesome. And then last week, he had over 100 rushing yards in that game that was so sloppy against San Francisco. Just the rain coming down and there were fumbles and there were botched snaps, but they still found a way. So, those Colts are on to something. Yeah, they are. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to go really far this year. Um, How I, far? I don't know, but they're going to go far. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, just maybe, they'll be playing those Cardinals maybe. in February. 
Maybe. I don't know. It's a little that maybe it's a little too early to predict that. I but I like where your head's at. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page. Me and you too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh. Anytime. It was my pleasure. Please don't be a stranger, okay? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Gio. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.